we start over after that or why do you always ask that <laughs> i'm planning what i'm going to say and then i'm gonna say it i you know you plan what you're gonna say and i also say hey you know what i'm just gonna say the same thing i always do oh well, let's restart it because i know it's gonna make you mad yeah it's gonna you're, be you're really too easy it's gonna be annoying ah. it's okay that's okay what's up everybody how y'all doing not yeah. that you can respond to us, but... Uh, that's hope, hope that's how we are, like it. Yeah, hope you guys... Yeah, we don't want to hear from you. Not like that. I uh, hope you guys are doing good, though. We're back at it again with uh, another F1 off-topic. Yeah, this week about the Baku Grand Prix, or the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Azerbaijan, as we established last week, that it is a country. Yes. I taught somebody that this week. Did you? I did. Who? Maddie. Oh, okay. Uh, she probably failed geography anyway. Dude, I... Did you know that it was a country? Last week? Yeah. I think you did. Okay, yes. yeah, you did. But, but to be fair, I only knew that five or six years ago because uh, I watched F1. So before five or six years ago, I probably did not know that. Also, Azerbaijan, you know how they say, or it used to be called the European Grand Prix? Well, the one year. in Europe? Yeah. Dude, it is not in Europe. That's, That's a, the Middle East. I told you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. But I'm just saying, like, the fact, it, it's the Middle East. It's not even close. No. Like, I think the... the um, What's the main city in Turkey? Istanbul. Istanbul. I think the river there is the distinction between Great Nile. No, is is what you like say. Amazon. One side is Europe, the other side is Middle East, and it's way past oh. that line. So I don't know what river that is. It goes well. It goes. Baltic? Oh wait 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 no! It starts with a B. Well, it, it's the one that goes to the Dead Sea. That's in between there and yeah, because uh, I looked it up last week and I was able to, able to pronounce that, but I couldn't pronounce the oh the Caspian. No, the Caspian one's the one by Azerbaijan. I think. Oh, is that what it is? I think it's like the largest inland sea or something like that. Um, I don't think it's the Caspian. No, well, not this one. The other one. Which what other one? The one by Baku is the Caspian one. Oh, you're so you're saying the one that separates it, the Middle East. Yeah, the, the the sea that's by Istanbul, I believe, is the Dead Sea, I thought. But I could be completely wrong. Yeah, I got no clue. And as we're, you know. I, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. If you know the answer to our question, okay, please. here we go. Uh, despite the great size of the Middle East, there are only three rivers that can be classified as large. Oh, okay, well, these are just wow. You're, large, you're, you're not good at this. These are just large rivers of the Middle East. It's the Nile, Euphrates, and the... Tigris. Uh, I don't think it's any of those. Nope. So if you know the answer to our question, please uh, leave us a review or uh, tweet at us. Yeah, we're looking at you, MJ, because you're <laughs> the only person that responds to us. <laughs> so if you were good at the old geography, uh, go ahead and let us know. Or if you know how to work Google, that would be cool, too, while you are doing your uh, pedaling thing on your stationary bike that you keep adding those one people for. Yeah. I hope they give you a sponsorship. Yes. Just like we would like a sponsorship from uh, Harbor Freight. Yep. Yeah. We well, haven't gave up on that. No, not not yet. We're going to keep mentioning them. Yeah. We just haven't talked about them a whole lot. No, we haven't. We've really kind of left them out. But That's okay. Yeah. Hmm. So how that race? How was that race for you? Uh, for me, good. For Ferrari engines, bad. Yeah. For, for anyone, any Ferrari customer team, not a good race. Not one bit. Yikes. I mean... You know, out of the six cars, eight cars that they have. Oh, something like that, yeah. I think it's six. They have six, six. at least. Ferrari, Alfa Romeo, and Haas. Haas. I believe okay. that's it. Yep, that's uh, it. Two out of the six cars finished. Yeah, and both. So that's a win. No, wait. One, one Alfa Romeo and one Haas. Yep, and both Ferraris. Uh, right, yeah, that failed to finish. Yeah. The, I think the biggest one I'm bummed about, besides the whole Ferrari World Championship thing, is a uh, is a uh, Joe? That was a uh, yeah. That was a bummer. Guy. That was his easily, I'd say, best race. Yeah, he was he was having a good one. He was having a good one, and he was actually faster than um, his teammate Botas, probably for the first time and all year. And the way things were kind of shaken out, was he down in P twelve or thirteen, something like that, when he retired? Maybe fourteen, <laughs> so, somewhere like that. But he was moving up. I say he was moving up, and he had a real chance to score some points with yeah. the pit stops there at the end of uh, McLaren. Yeah, he, he was looking pretty good. So that was a real bummer. And the first time that Botas looked slow next yeah. to him, I don't know. I, I don't think we've heard anything if Botas maybe had a problem that he was nursing home. Wouldn't surprise me since mm-hmm. a bunch of other Ferraris blew up that Botas right. 
was having to, uh, you know, pull it back a little bit. Maybe had some other problems on the car. Band-aid it. Band-aid it, yeah. Another funny thing that happened, though, uh, Sonoda's uh, rear wing. The fact that they just, like, duct-taped the thing back together. I was, I was very surprised, as were the announcers, mm-hmm. that they uh, allowed him to keep going on. Yeah, that was uh, I, that surprised me. Like at first, I was like, "Well, why couldn't he just keep racing?" And then you know, it's a safety. Incident. Yeah, it's a safety like, thing. Oh, that totally makes sense. And then he never had to retire. And the fact no. that the FIA was on their way down there, like running down there to tell him, like, "Hey, no, you got to stop," or we don't know what they're going to tell. No, him, we don't know. But was on their way down there is not typically a great sign if they're seeing them <laughs> I, do I, something. And I wouldn't think so. No. no. So the fact that they let him go, they're like, oh, "Okay, whatever." Mm-hmm. But yeah. That that was well. I thought it was interesting that immediately after that they radioed Verstappen and told him, "Hey, yep. do not use your DRS the rest yep. of the way." So I wonder if there's some sharing of parts there. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be surprising if there was? Well, but, and the fact that Max has had problems with that DRS throughout uh, the year so far. You know, and that could have been could have easily been that too. Just hey, let's just play on the safe side. You got a twenty second lead. Yep. Um, you don't need it. You don't. You don't need it. You don't need it to pass the lap cars. No, you do not. They're gonna need have it. to let you by, except Latifi. Except for Latifi, who what an idiot. Well, that wasn't okay. Technically, this wasn't his fault, except no. for the fact that I'm. Okay, so first off, these are a couple questions that I want to look up and find out. So he was ahead of his grid spot. Yep. The guy pushed him back. Yep. Does that even matter? On at that point, that, I don't think that matters. If you're three feet up or what, it does, you're not starting the race from there. So why does it matter? Because he pushed them before they did the formation lap. Oh, that that's what it was? Yeah, they, they showed him pushing. Oh, that's, it, that is what it was. Yeah, the engineer pushed him back. Oh. So. It, that doesn't, yeah, I have no idea why I that would I do matter. not think that matters one bit. I could be wrong. I wouldn't surprise me if there was some, like, archaic rule in there about the car's got to be it's in, in its grid box before the the formation lap but i have a hard time believing that that is a rule um and then second off it is latifi's fault because he probably parked it you know out of the spot well i don't coming think to anybody the grid. else parked it out of the spot right so it was him so it's still his fault so he's still shitty well okay hold up okay so if it was before the formation lap yeah did he you drive the car you to drive the, the car that's right you go out and around and yeah because yeah. you can yep. do uh, reconnaissance laps that's right yeah if you guys didn't know that before the race starts you are allowed to do uh, recon laps, and a lot of times they just do one. Um, when we were in Austin, they did multiple. Yeah, they did you, three. You, well, at some point, some people did more than one. Some people don't. It's just kind of just like a hey, you got to be here by this time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you want to do more than one lap, you uh, do a lap and then go through the pits and then come immediately back out for another. Um, a lot of times they do that if. You know, weather conditions are getting funky. Just kind of testing you know, out the yeah, track. Yeah, testing out the track. See see what's going on. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's something they don't really uh, catch on the broadcast, I don't feel like, most of the time. No. So. They don't talk about it either. No, they don't talk about it either. But either way, this is still Latifi's fault. But yeah, man, 100%. what a brutal penalty. Like, <clears throat> does that guy that pushed him back have a job today? Or tomorrow? Or whatever day it is there? Yeah. Yeah, Do yeah, I they have to totally, lose. totally. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. They have nothing. But still, that's like that's brutal. They're like, oh no, we got a ten second stop and go. That's not gonna matter at all. At all. So we're gonna be twentieth out twentieth instead of twentieth out twentieth. Yeah. Fucking wild. And then the fact that uh, Latifi got a five second penalty for not allowing overtaking and ignoring blue flags. Yeah. Not. Yeah. What? Do you think he's sleeping in there? Uh, so, so rumor is that he may be gone after the Canadian Grand Prix. What did I say earlier in one of our earlier podcasts? I have he's no not idea. making it to the end of the year. It's it's starting to look that way. He's not going to. That's half our content, though. I'm not sure what we're gonna do. We're gonna have to start picking on Mick, man. You, you, as much as I don't want to, we're gonna have to because yeah, yeah, Mick's not cutting it. Nick's not cutting it. I don't. And for a while, you know, I was making mistakes for him, or uh, making excuses for him. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, I don't think there's an excuse now. The fact that Joe Guanyu is in there doing just fine. The yeah. fact that uh, Albon. I know Albon's raced before, but I would say Albon and Mick. Mick probably has more races than Albon does in F1. Um, no, I don't think so. No. No, because Albon raced in the Red Bull, 
but he was in Alphatari before that. Oh, okay. So he's probably he, he probably has more. Okay. But still, he was not in F1 last right. year. Wasn't right? in F1 and is in a worse car. In a definitely worse car. Consistently, yeah, beating Mick on a number of levels. Yeah. Yeah, it's has not, scored points twice. And I wasn't very happy. I, I believe it was this last week. Um, Mick said, well, really, this is like my first year because this is the first time in a competitive car in F1. Last year wasn't really competitive. I'll give him, the, I'll give him uh, that. Yeah, but Jogan Yu hasn't know. been, you know, and Albon's I, I, first time I'm saying in the it's, car. It's, it is an excuse, but I will give him that one. That car last year was not a competitive car. It was just drive this thing around and let's get to next year. Yeah. But F1 is it's brutal. It's an F1 car. Yeah. You know. F1 is brutal, and if if you can't cut it, I mean, you're just not going to last. So. I think Schumacher's still going to be there next year. I, yes, I think he's got – I think they're going to give him one more I year. Think, I think so. I think part of it's going to be um, some of it being the last name. Yeah. But then also, I just don't think Ferrari has a lot of people coming up in – development drivers that they would replace him with yeah but they they never historically now i know uh leclerc was kind of brought up through the ferrari ranks Mm -hmm. but historically they've never went with their own program um i mean look back at vettel alonzo raikkonen um schumacher you're saying when they come over to ferrari yeah okay yeah yeah usually usually i'm saying that he will still be if if he was at Ferrari doing this, then yeah, I could see them saying, okay, you know what, whatever. But I think the fact that they're like, okay, that's not our team. Maybe you know they're we're trying to filter guys through there to hopefully possibly bring them here. I think that's a lot different because yeah. it's like, well, we're gonna keep him here. Haas, you really got anybody else that you want to pull up into here? Right. Uh, as as long as someone else is paying the paychecks, which I yeah. believe Ferrari is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be there. I think he's got one more year. Um, Ferrari will cut his losses. Your last name only goes so far. Absolutely. Um, he's you gonna know. get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. For another year. Yeah. He. Yeah. The thing is, and like, I hope I hope he does well. I really no, do. I, I really do too. I, I don't I think like there's him. a single person cheering against him aside from Mazepin. <laughs> do you think Mazepin's watching F1? Um, because he's still active in F2, isn't he? Oh, I don't. He's not racing in F2. Oh, he's not racing. Okay. No, no, I, I know don't he think want, so. he was going to go back down to F2, I believe, and wanted to continue to race. Oh. Sorry, those are my knees cracking, I, old man. Typically, once you get to F1, if you wash out of F1... You're done for. You're done for in open-wheel racing. Unless you go to IndyCar. Unless, unless you go to IndyCar, which... Uh, I, I mean, that's still pretty impressive. But a lot of them go to... Um, they, they do like a lot of the... the um, endurance racing. Yeah, endurance, uh, let's say the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Did you see McLaren joining back into the 24 and, Hours of Le Mans? And so is Ferrari. Mm. Ferrari's bringing, bringing a hypercar in 24. Nice. So, yeah, that race is out also this weekend. Did you watch any of that? I watched all 24 hours of it I bet you didn't. I bet you didn't even know what was going on until the race today. No, dude, I knew. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, did they mention it during the race today? I don't think they did. Okay. So, fair enough. See, right. so I knew because <laughs> you just told me. Yeah. Oh, hey, there you go. No, I did not know. Yeah. Uh, is that even... I don't think that's even televised. Maybe it, portions of it? It is. On it's, an obscure network? Yeah, typically it was... Well, back in the day, it was like Speed Channel or like Fox Sports, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think maybe NBC Sports the last handful of years. But if... Like, they'd, they'd show like four or five hours of it at a time. It's all televised. Like, you can get on the internet and yeah. watch the in-between in bits. Right. Um, yeah, but it's kind of hard... It's really hard to follow the whole thing. I mean, you know. it's 24 hours. Well, yeah, exactly. But I can't it, believe that those guys drive for 24 hours straight all by themselves. Yeah, without, without the other two guys and you know helping. Yeah. yeah, those guys are just there for the ride. You know, they're just <laughs> hanging out. They get two backseat drivers. Yeah. You know what would be a fun race? What? Well, actually, I think what would be kind of a fun thing, and it could be like a really crappy you know vehicle, but they should do a race where they have a nagging woman in the back of a car, or a man, nagging man or woman. Just okay. somebody that's telling them how to drive the entire time. <laughs> like they so, have to like. So you have a backseat driver. Yes, but you don't get to choose them. You don't get to choose them. They're just assigned to you randomly yeah. at the race. They're like, oh, you get Karen today. The guys, like, God damn it, I got Karen. <laughs> so what, John's over there, like, ah, sucker, you got Karen. So idiot. Uh, they're like, yeah, but you got Steph. So you have a opposite points system. 
for those for the uh, for the backseat drivers. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the better they finish, the worse the backseat driver points. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So so do you want to finish with the best points of being the worst backseat driver? No, you want to be the. It, would you be the best or the worst backseat uh, driver? So it'd be just reverse points. So if you get them to finish last, you get maximum amount of points. You'd be the best worst backseat driver. Yeah, I think we should start this. This, this that sounds, would be kind of fun this, though. This sounds like a great idea. I mean, the car can't be too loud. Like I'm talking, we're racing Honda Pilots. Honda Pilots. It can't be a loud car. They have to be able <laughs> to be heard. Let's get some electric cars out there. And like, yeah. Oh, okay, that would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a whole bunch of like Chevy Volts. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. That'd be terrible racing. I mean, it would be slow. We could make the track really small. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, it's funny. The slower the cars, usually the better the racing is. That makes sense. Yeah. More beating and banging. Oh, yeah. They look slow as hell. Rubbin's racing. Yeah. American style. America. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But Ferrari, though, today, um, just a big <sighs> F. F in the chat, boys, for Ferrari and Ferrari engines or anything Ferrari related. So, so my my feelings during the race went from, okay, signs you're you're not keeping up, what the fuck, and then they show his car pulled off, and I'm like, you son of a, did you really outbreak yourself and and mm-hmm. screw this up again? And then they're like, ah, no, it's a, you know, hydraulic a car, failure, hydraulic failure. And then I felt really bad for him. And then the, the rest of the time, I'm like, okay, when's Leclerc going to freaking pop? <laughs> and uh, about, what, 10 laps later, his pops. Yeah, Leclerc's was on lap 20, and Signs was on lap... It was uh, early. Uh, it was early. Maybe I don't have the notes for that. Oh, um, nope, I don't have what hmm. what it was. Just that it was at turn four. Yeah, it, yeah. It was probably around lap 10-ish. It was pretty early on, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a uh, v- virtual safety car for that. Yep. Which Leclerc pitted, and the Red Bulls did not. I was really, really bummed. Not so much that Leclerc was out of the race, but because we lost the chance to see what was going to happen. Perez? Well, just with the... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Between the Red Bulls and the one Ferrari. I, yeah. I, the cat and mouse game. Yeah, because I think, I think clearly the Red Bulls had the the. Boy, were they quick in the straights? But they, they were Ferrari fast. out of the corners. Still, they look so good out of the corners. Yeah, and they uh, when their car runs. When their car runs, they're fast. They are fast. Yeah, they yeah they're the, fast. The fact that I think they said Red Bull was 15 kilometers an hour faster down the straight yeah. than anyone else. Yes. That's not like a minuscule amount. No, that's seven seven six, miles an hour. Six, six to seven, seven miles an hour. Somewhere which, there. Yeah. Doesn't sound like much, but. But when, when we're talking, racing. yeah, when, when we're talking milliseconds, and when you're talking, people. I think that last sector is like 28 seconds or something like that. It's, yeah, like it's they're full long, throttle yeah. for a long time. That that miles per hour advantage makes a big difference. The there. Aston Martin looked pretty good down the streets as well. Yeah, they did. I don't know for the most part. Yeah, I don't know. They were quick too. With them and then the Alpines, they were yeah fast in a straight line. Yeah, Alpine has looked pretty decent this year. And, Not bad. Well, they've been real up and down. But one person I want to do a shout-out is to Vettel, that guy. Mm-hmm. Even though he had his little spin-out, it's like he is so clearly better than the kid in the other car, oh Stroll. Gosh, I, guess maybe, so I guess maybe if we lose Latifi, we can pick on Stroll. Oh, we could definitely I feel better Stroll. about picking on a guy who has a billionaire dad that's funding his... That he His dad owns the team. So Stroll can keep racing. You mean compared to Latifi, who is also from an extremely wealthy family? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just pick on another wealthy kid. Have you not, have you not heard, though? Okay, so Lawrence Stroll is trying to sell the team. Mm-hmm. And to Audi, sounds like. They're going to replace uh, oh, yeah. Lance. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if okay, if you're, if you're Lance's dad, that's like the only option you have, right? Even yeah. even if, if you if you don't want your son to race anymore because you suck, yeah, uh, you, you, you can't sell a team. Yeah, you can't or fire your, your kid's kid. Gonna hate you. You can't fire your kid. No, no, unless you're like that, or he has to die in a fiery crash. <laughs> there's, there's literally no in between. No, there's no because it's not like you know you can't be like oh well, you know that's that's not up to me that's up to the yeah. team principal. You got two yeah. options. Every, everybody knows how that's working. Two options: either uh, one you sell, sell your the kid. team. Oh. 
and your kid's like, okay, whatever. Uh, well, actually, here, here are the two options. You tell your kid, look, you're not racing anymore, and he hates you, <laughs> so you lose him. You lose, like, you lose your kid. You know, he's not going to talk to you, or your kid dies in a fiery crash, and you lose him as well. And you put Mazda spin in there. Oh, oh yeah. Don't even say that. So we watched last week. We watched the uh, 2017. Yeah. Azerbaijan Grand Prix. This week, uh, similar, just a little bit different. It, not as many safety cars. There was no, two not virtual, not nearly as crazy. But just some. But funky watching, stuff. but watching that, I forgot that Stroll's been around as long as he has because yeah, he was he in that race. P3 in that race. Yeah. And I was like, man. Because I remember thinking at the time, like, oh, you know, everyone keeps calling him, like, a pay driver, and he's only in here because of his rich daddy. But, you know, finishing P3 is something. Yeah. Or P4, whatever he it was. He finished P3 on the podium because Botas got him at the end, at uh, the line, literally uh, at right. the for line. For a second. For a second. Yep. So, yeah, he got third. Um, so, yeah, I can't believe someone with as little talent as he has has made it this far. It's pretty good. Of course, he's got more talent than me because I'm sitting in a... You don't have, no, you don't have a rich father like that. Yeah, because that would make a difference. It could. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you've kind of probably aged out, but yeah. <laughs> but I could, I could still potentially play golf. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, one thing that they said during the race that I found extremely interesting, hmm. and I want to give a uh, shout out to Alonzo. Uh oh. Is that he's the longest running Formula One driver. Ever. Ever. Good for him. Uh, That's awesome. So, and he looks good still. Oh, yeah. Like in racing or just in... In racing. Okay. He looks okay age-wise. He don't look bad. No, he's he doesn't not, look bad. He's not your cup of tea. I know. He's not the most attractive individual, but he, he looks good. He does look good for his age, and he looks fantastic in a car. Yeah. He's only had like one dud this year. That was the Miami race. He finished P7 today. Yeah, P7 today, and easily could have finished up higher, you know, if... Things kind of rolled his way a little differently, but uh, yeah, he man, and, and the thing is, is Al, Alpine has given Ocon a big contract. Yeah, they have Piastri in the wings to replace Alonso. Piastri, I we mentioned earlier that uh, uh Latifi might be out after uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. The rumor is Piastri's going to go. Yep, be in a Williams, which. It's criminal that he's not an F1. So, oh, I that, agree. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's got Pato Opastri. Pat, Pat, what? Pato is his name. Who? Piastri? Piastri. Oh, yes, yes. I think Pato. Pato. Yeah. Fun so, name. Fun name. I don't know. I like it. Okay. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully he gets his shot. Latifi, you've had your shot, bud. It's yeah. long. It, it's it's over. It's time to say, you know what? All right. This is, you know, yeah, time to go to sports car racing and dude, no, time to just go hide. Thing is, like Roman Grosjean, you know, he was always like a middle field driver. Had one really good year in 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. Um, but other than that, always like midfield guy, back of the pack. Goes to goes to IndyCar and is is fairly successful. So mm-hmm. you know, you never know. Maybe Latifi. Maybe this is just not his uh, cup of tea. So. No, yeah, it might just not suit him. Yeah. So, Which, w- were you were you bummed about the whole about Perez really not putting up a fight whatsoever? Uh yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it would have been fun to see uh, because I think we it was was it last week or two couple weeks ago we talked about if if either one of those is ahead of the other and they actually have to fight the other for the lead. Yeah. I don't think any passing is going to happen. If it does, it's going to take a while. Yeah, it's not going to be get you at the beginning. Um, quite honestly, I think if Verstappen is trying to pass Perez and they actually have to fight, uh, I think there's going to be a wreck. Well, I don't. I think actually no. Let me let me rephrase this. Uh, either way, there's going to be a wreck, and it's going to be Max's fault. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it. You know, I love Max, but I don't think he would play kindly. So after today's race, uh, Jake's wearing a Lando shirt. Yes, sir. Um, so, do you still like Lando after today? Yeah. Yeah? Even though he's a douchebag? Fuck you. He's totally a douchebag. I don't care. I mean, I'm a douchebag. Ricardo, yes, you are. Fair point. Good point. But Ricardo played the good team game when he was faster than 
Lando. He for, did. Yeah. And then at the end of the race, Lando bitched the entire time. I like, know. It was like, oh, God, dude. You're not and that good. You know what? I think McLaren played it right. No, they totally 100% did. I think they they have catered to Lando for a long time, which I do understand. Well, Lando's Lando been has clearly the faster been driver. Clearly better. Yeah. Um, and I think it was time that they gave a little grace to Ricardo, and I'm glad that they did that. I understand how that's probably hard to swallow for Lando because he's been, you know, treated like the golden boy. Yeah. And I get that. You know, when you're spoiled for so long, you become accustomed to a certain treatment, and when you don't get that anymore, you're going to be uh, upset about it. I, I think we're really – I mean, Ricardo has been great, but if that team was at the front, man, there would be some fireworks. Mm-hmm. There would be some fireworks because those two – I mean, like, Ricardo's pretty cool – and collected. Very level-headed, yeah. I don't think Lando would be quite as cool and calm in a, in a racing for the win situation. But, I mean, no. I could be wrong. I just, man. I, by the I, end of it today, what? I was like, ah, okay, kid. I just like Lando, okay? Shut your trap. Like Lando. Yeah. Always I, will. Yeah. Well, Unless he does something, like, nah, he, he couldn't He couldn't do anything. I'll he always love him. Couldn't do anything wrong? Nope. Well. Well, if he goes to Ferrari or something. That's okay. Okay. I still love him. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But then it, it would be really funny because if he goes to Ferrari, it would take about a year, year and a half, and then you'd be a Lando fan. No, I'd be a fan like, yeah, day day one or two. I'd, okay. be, a, I'd be a Lewis Hamilton fan if he went to Ferrari. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, so speaking of Lewis Hamilton, Uh-oh. Um, a couple things. Yes. One, uh, in the race, it made me laugh when he said that his back was hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, he said, you know, his seat was cold. Yeah. But now it's coming out that he might actually have some back issues. Yeah. Not was, muscular, actual spinal right, actual issues. Sp- so, you know, good graces to him. Hope that he's okay. Yeah. So I, I heard that he had a tough time getting out of the car. I didn't I see it, but I heard that. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. But I, I want to see Lewis continue to race. Well, yeah. It sounds like it's because of the porpoising. Okay. I mean, that would make sense. If after you've done that for eight weeks and it's as bad as it is, well, and then your Baku, spine's going to hurt. And then Baku was especially rough. Um, the thing that's – so from what I've read and what I've heard is all the drivers agree that it was a problem except for one driver. Can you guess who that driver was? Max? No, no. Um, okay. He's twice his age probably. Dude, why? Why are you gonna do me like that? Do what? You, you. I wanted to guess, I, and then you can still guess. Twice his age. There's two guys out there that could be twice his age. It's either Vettel or Alonso, and oh. I'm gonna guess it's Alonso. Yeah, it's, it's, it was Alonso. Because um, Alonso's like, ah, oh, he's just the car. <laughs> I just drive the car and I go fast. <laughs> I love how Alonso is, what is that Italian accent. Yeah, and he's Spanish. <laughs> so what would that be? Yeah, I drive the car, man. <laughs> I drive it around the corners and I go fast. Go Raiders. <laughs> okay. Oh. No, it's still going, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh. Yeah, it's totally still going. Where's it going? Joe hasn't been able to figure out this thing for some reason. Just just keep rolling. People can have a couple seconds of dead space. Oh, I guess so. Because I'll definitely have to dead it out. Why? No, just kidding. Oh, that's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's yeah. me, it's Mario Alonso. <laughs> See that? That's, that's Italian. Well, he's Italian, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's Spanish-Italian? No, I'm saying Mario's Italian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But did you did you not hear what I said? What? It's a me, it's a Mario Alonso. Oh, Like okay. Alonso, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Anyway, I forgot what I was... Otherwise, We're talking like, about the porpoise. Oh, man, it's Alonso Alonso. <laughs> God. Go Raiders! <laughs> yeah, fuck the Broncos. That's so uh... on par. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to profile, but <laughs> that sounds like you are. The Raiders? Come on. Yeah. When you think oh. of a Raiders fan, uh, you know, no, yeah, you you, it's you picture something very specific. Yes. Yeah. Somewhere south of LA, somewhere. Worst fans Sorry. in the league. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the porpoising thing. Wait, let me go back to this real okay. quick. Oh, wait, are you talking about Hamilton and the porpoising? Yes. Okay, yeah, it's, it's all going on about that. Continue on. Um, so what it sounds like, and because people are like, hey, the, the FIA needs, or F1 needs to step in and, and fix this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the, the problem with that is the solution's already there. They just want... Money. No, well, the teams just... Some teams don't want to give up their their advantage, like Red Bull. Okay, yeah. They have no porpoising problems. So why would they want to give up an advantage? Uh, but second, and probably more importantly, is there's a very easy fix to this. You just raise the ride height of your car. Mm. You just lose a So you don't suck down and hit the ground, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I know, it's wild. You just lose a ton of performance. And I guess the, the, the problem is is no driver or most drivers and teams are not going to, like, hey, oh, you know, we'll play by this gentleman's rule. We'll raise our car. If you raise yours. If you raise your car. Yeah. No uh, one. Yeah. See, no one's going to uh, do it. No one's going to do it. Uh, so, okay. So when you say that, uh, that it's a performance advantage yeah. that Red Bull has the solution. Mm-hmm. And Ferrari, even though they have some. But clearly, theirs isn't a problem. So let me ask this, and I'm not assuming the worst. Yeah. Do you think that maybe Hamilton is uh, maybe exaggerating this back injury a little bit because Um, of that? I don't. I would like to think no. No, I do think that George Russell's comments that he's made because he's made a lot of comments about it. I do believe that those are partially politically motivated. Uh, I think Mercedes would like to introduce active suspension, which would fix a lot mm-hmm. of this. But active suspension would basically uh, turn Red Bull's uh, advantage into nothing. Yeah. And from what I hear, Ferrari has a similar uh, suspension set up in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case? Well, just just to... That will put them hopefully more on par with Red Bull as far as the, as far as the porpoising issue is. Gotcha. Um, so I don't know where the other teams are, but f- from what I heard, uh, I believe Ferrari's planning on bringing that update in Silverstone, I believe. Okay. So about a month away. Spa, Frank, and Chomps. Uh, that's uh, two months away, three months away. Yeah. That's end of August, I believe. Okay. Uh, so uh, so you're, you're not going to get all the teams to agree. You're not going to get Red Bull to agree to give up their advantage. Right. Uh, you're not going to get anyone else especially like someone like Alonso is like ah you know what I can I can deal with it. It, it the whole thing is whatever comes out of this if they fix it you're gonna have people complaining oh they're just trying to get Mercedes back to the top right if they don't fix it you're gonna have oh they don't care about the safety of the drivers it's right one way or the other you're when, not gonna win when you're in a real weird sticky situation because the teams can fix this problem on their own Mm-hmm. They just don't want to give up performance. Right. So, and at some point, I, I'm more okay with, with the FIA coming in and saying, okay, uh, after this year, this is new rules in place. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not okay with them, I don't think. I mean, they're going to do what they are going to do, and I'm not going to care, I guess, at the end of the day. But I don't think it's cool if they change the rules midseason. No. Um, I, I could definitely see, to me, the simplest solution. If they came out and they did this after race two, great. We're yeah. eight, eight races in yeah, now. We're, we're eight, nine races. We're close to halfway. Yeah. You can't, no, nah, you can't start messing with that. I would be, to me, this, the, the answer is like simple-ish. Uh, I don't know how easy this would be to do. <laughs> so it's that simple. Um, is you take... So they have, like, the wing load test to make sure the wings don't flex. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, after this season, just do a test to say, hey, if there's this much porpoising on the car, I don't know, there would have to be some kind of, I don't know, little, like, seismic reader or something. I don't know. Yeah, seismic, yeah. so yeah. it can de- detect earthquakes. Yeah, well, it's kind of the same thing, I right? know. It is. I don't know. Just lack of a better word. Call it a vibration reader. Vib- vibration reader. A vibrator reader. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a rabbit reader on there or something. Anyway. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little dolphin reader. A little, <laughs> a little dolphin <laughs> reader. Uh, that uh, can see how much porpoising there is. And if it's over a certain amount, you don't pass. So So you don't get a race? No. Well, you just you break the rules. So you got to go back through. You know, for whatever penalty that is. Okay. So basically, it forces the teams to raise the ride height. Yep. But does it uh, nullify Red Bull's advantage or Ferrari's advantage that they've right. gained? Um, but I also, I think active suspension should 
probably come back into F1. Mm. That's a way to make it cheaper, I think. But that's a discussion for another day. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. So, so here's the other thing that I want to talk about, Hamilton. Huh? Um, do you know the TV show My Next Guest Needs No Introduction? I've heard of it. With, no, I don't with think I've watched David it. David Letterman. Okay. Oh, yes. Really yes. good. The show overall is is absolutely great. Yeah, I've, he's I've got seen... a lot of really good people on there. They're all very interesting. He's funny. You know, it's a fun little bit. Yes. Um, he had Hamilton on back in 2018. Has that show been on that long? Yeah, it's been okay. around a while. Okay. Um, it was when Hamilton had five championships. Okay. So I'm guessing it was probably... 2019, 2020. 20, yeah, okay, it was 2019 because he won the 19 and 20. That's Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. Because, yeah. So, um, if you haven't seen that one mm-hmm. with him, it's really good. Yeah. I, I mean, it goes back into, you know, his kind of his life story, upbringing, his dad's there, going through where they started racing. Um, and then at the end, there's a fun little bit where him and Letterman go on uh, onto Silverstone and race around the track mm-hmm. in a Mercedes uh, station wagon. And it's really funny because Hamilton doesn't know what a station wagon is. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. But it's Letterman gets to drive, and then Hamilton gets to drive. And it's so, so is a station wagon, is that an American vehicle? Is that not something that's over in Europe a whole lot? Do you know? I'm guessing not, because it's, you know, it's a bigger or, vehicle. Or do they just call it something different? Maybe they call it something different. Because uh, Hamilton anyway. was like, are you talking about like an SUV or like a pickup? He's like, no, nah. he's like, it's kind of like a smaller version of an SUV. It's, you know, you go to the station to pick to pick people up. It's a Uh-oh. station wagon. But it's 700 <laughs> horsepower. Ah, well, that sounds like a cool station wagon. Yeah, it is yeah. a cool station wagon. Yeah. But just a really good one that uh, you should watch. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah, there was, uh, I don't know, just go back, going back to Ferrari with the retirements. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was, it was pretty quick but between Carlos on, we'll call it lap 10, Leclerc on lap 20, mm-hmm. Joe Guanyu on lap 24, Magnuson on lap 33. Yeah. Like, when the wheels fell off, they came off quick. Yeah, so I wonder if the porpoising, how bad it was here, was causing... something to do with it. Had something to do with it. Um, And also, maybe that plus the extreme heat. I know it was hot. And we've had several hot, hot races this year. Yeah. Uh, It's the hottest that they... They didn't even know it was going to be this hot today. Yeah. Um, At least in all of their testing and simulations. So, I know the team Ferrari, and I also know, like, Alfa Romeo are already at the limit of power units. Yeah, that's going to be interesting uh, towards the end of the season. Well, I think it's going to be interesting. No, I guess I shouldn't even say towards the end of the season. That's going to be interesting in about four races. Well, yeah. Well, So next week. If that. Yeah, exactly. Because next week they race in Canada, another very horsepower-sensitive track. So, um, yes. I, I wouldn't be surprised. And a place street, that you can pass. Street track. Street circuit. Yes, it, yes, it is-ish. Um, technically, technically it is. It's kind of like a light street circuit, but that's a place you can easily pass. I would not be surprised if you see Ferrari take an engine penalty next week to get uh, Leclerc a fresh engine and maybe even uh, uh, signs. the The bad thing with that is I believe that f- next week is probably one of Ferrari's best chances to win. It, it is a fast track, but it's very uh, point and squirt, meaning there's not a whole lot of fast corners. It's a bunch of 90-degree corners. Mm. It's very The corners are slow, so you're hot on the brakes, full throttle. And that's where Ferrari has excelled, right. excelled, excelled this year. Um, I do think that Red Bull will be faster in a straight line, but I don't think there's enough straightaway there for Red Bull's to advantage to, mitigate that. to mitigate it. I, I could be wrong, and I have been wrong many times, but I feel like Ferrari's got a good chance to win. So if Leclerc takes a penalty, which he should be e- easily be able to recover from, yeah, uh, oof, it's he, a tough decision. Leclerc might have to take. He might have to because yeah. the hydraulic failure with signs, yeah, you know they can they can possibly fix that. With Leclerc, who no. knows? No, if that's that, a, that if thing it's a went totaled blue. engine. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're gonna have to. There's there, no. There was too much blue smoke. That thing's done. I love that they call it blue smoke because definitely white no it's blue dude it's white uh no that was blue okay at the beginning it's blue and then it goes white yeah when it first happens blue there's a, there's and a then blue it's, white. There's a it's blue like a, it's like a blue blue gray yeah for sure yeah. then it's just like all white mm. okay fair enough right yeah yeah okay 
but the blue the big smoke the big smoke's white. Well, when they say blue when they see oh blue smoke it's that puff at the very beginning yes yes there's always that initial that? puff it's like oh blue smoke yeah that thing's done yeah yeah. Toasted, toasted, and you know it's a motor problem. And then I love, I love when they always do like uh, the replay of it, and they're in the car, and you can hear it, and she's like, yeah. it, it just, like, oh, that sounds good. It just sounds like someone dumped some Legos it's in like, there. Grind it till you find it, bud. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be Push fine. The clutch in, <laughs> dump the clutch. It's, it's past that point. <laughs> yeah, there's also no clutch. <laughs> not in the in the normal sense. No, no. it's not. Yeah, it's so a different type of clutch. Yeah. Well, no, it was fun though. I mean, aside from that, really after Magnuson retired and Sonoda's rear wing got fixed, there wasn't a whole lot that happened. And then them telling him, Max, don't use your DRS until Stroll retired. And I'm not so, I don't know. I always, I always just kind of wonder about that kind of stuff when you're not running in the points and you're just like, well, we're just going to retire the car now. Oh, there's definitely a lot of those games going on. Um, that's just, you know, let's save the engine. Let's save the engine. Let's save this. Let's save that. You know, um, Especially with the cost cap going on, which yes. is something that we haven't really talked about. No, and that's think. a big topic of discussion. Yeah, teams. Some teams are quite and, fed up. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't care if Ferrari and Red Bull and Mercedes are, you know, the top teams. I don't care if the bottom teams are able to stay underneath the cap. So should you. And yeah. so if you go over it, you should suffer the consequences of that. Right. And the midfield team should be able to gain because of that so uh too bad although i'm sure saying that i'm sure that the big boys will find a way politically to get what they want done which i will not be happy about but that's f one for you oh well so uh, a couple things happened today uh oh um one red bull has won five races in a row now yes two mm-hmm. for Stappen, um it was the 66th podium. Mm-hmm. He passed Vettel. Yes. And I believe with his... He, oh, with he, his, passed, he passed Vettel at Red Bull. At Red Bull, specifically. yes. Specifically. And with his 25th career win, mm-hmm. it ties him with Jim Clark and Nicky Lauda for most... For, for tenth, ninth. For, for ninth okay. all-time. Ninth all-time. That That's pretty wild. And Red Bull's 81st win ties them with Lotus for fifth on the all-time list. 81st win ties them with fifth. Do you, do you have the rest of the top five there? Um, I'm, I'll, I'll give it a shot. No. Well, I do not have the top five list, but I can give it a shot of who I think it is. I'm going to say Ferrari's number one. Yeah. Williams is going to be Ooh, number two. I don't know if Williams is up there anymore. McLaren? Uh, McLaren might have a shot. I. That fourth one. Williams is probably up there. McLaren's probably up there. Mercedes is probably up there now, too. Yeah. So that'd be three. Because Hamilton's got over 100 wins. I know that they're not all in a Mercedes, a majority but of a them lot are. of them are in a Mercedes. I, I, don't, I don't know if he had 30 wins at McLaren before. Yeah, he very well could have over 70, 80. Yeah, easy. Which, him alone, would put them into the because, top five. Because a lot of those which years... Which is a ridiculous stat. Right. Because a lot of those years, uh, 09 through 13... Uh, or 12, whatever. I think 12 might have been his last year at uh, McLaren. Those cars weren't necessarily great cars. Like, he competed in them, and he won some races, but they weren't they weren't in the same ballpark as his 08 McLaren was. Okay. So, yeah. um, here's another fun one. Or 07. Perez uh-huh. has finished every single podium. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Let me, let me rephr- rephrase this. Perez has finished in every podium position in Baku. His first, second, and third. And he's also has, it was his fourth podium in mm-hmm. Baku, which makes him the venue's most successful driver. I've, which isn't saying a lot, because there's only five, but it's impressive. Yes. Well, so they've been there. Four out of five, he's on the podium. Yeah, that's pretty good. You can't complain. Two of the years, he's in a Red Bull. Two of the years, he's in, well, one's Force India. Are they both, were they both in a Force India? I believe so. Okay. Or whatever version of Force India was at the time. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There, there are just some really good stats on here. I'm just going to keep reading off. Yeah, of these. I like it. Um, well, this isn't even a stat, but it is. George Russell yet again beats Hamilton, finishes top five. So I saw continues his his seventh, streak. seventh straight race that he's finished ahead of Hamilton, like the longest yep. streak anyone's finished ahead of Hamilton. And eighth straight with five po- since with since Rosberg did it. Top five. So that's pretty impressive company. 
It is. For for Russell. Good job, George. Yeah, good job, We are George. seeing a lot of really good stuff out of George. I, I have been impressed. For for a second there, I, I th- we talked about, um, was George actually that good at Williams, or yeah. is Latifi just that bad? No, I think we're solidified. George is good. George jo- is a great driver. George is good. The, um, the other thing I like about George, you don't hear him complain a lot. No, I, I do. I really like his English slang or just the way he talks on the radio. Like, one time he said, blimey. It's like, oi. Oi. Yeah, he's like, blimey. He's up like, me knickers. Yeah. <laughs> it just blimey. Gets, it gets a chuckle out of Verstappen's me every time. Verstappen's driving all knickery. <laughs> I don't know any other English words. <laughs> Bloody hell. The <laughs> the boot no that's like scottish or something or irish dude they definitely say bloody over in england well that too that's fair that's fair this the accent you added with the oh words. yeah yeah i don't even know what in, i don't i don't we're know. not actors even though jake likes to think i could totally can. be an actor all right you got any more stats I was, yeah oh yeah i've got okay, a bunch all right of them. let's go ton of them okay um ghastly scored his first points since australia five races ago okay which is uh, it's also AlphaTauri's best result of 2022. They now have back-to-back top five finishes in Baku, which is great. Okay. Um, Vettel, you'll like this one, mm-hmm. was P6. He's finished in the top six in every Baku race. Yes. So that's, uh, that's he's, a fun he's one. He's been pretty successful there. Uh, Ish. Let's see. Alonso finished P7, finished in the same position for a consecutive second consecutive race on the day he set... Th- a new here's the here here's the record. Yeah, seven thousand. Seven thousand seven hundred and seventy one days. Wow. Good for him. So do you know when he started? What year did he start? Okay, seven thousand seven hundred and seventy one divided by three hundred sixty five. Uh, <laughs> well, we're gonna do some math. <laughs> dang. What year he started? I mean, you just guess, you know. I know I could, but I don't want to guess i'm gonna say 96 oh god no he's not that old oh one he started in oh one his first race oh my gosh it's 2022 yeah okay yeah yeah that helps yeah 21 21 years he had a couple years out uh when he took a break but yep. still 21 years this what this this uh stats for me uh-huh. uh lando finishing in p9 scored his 50th career points finish not including oh. f1 sprints okay um Oh, here's a fun one. Esteban Ocon finishing P10. It was his first finish in Baku since 2017. He had not finished a race until this year since 2017. Hmm. Here's This is kind of a sad stat. Ricardo secured only his second points finish in a Grand Prix this year. Yeah. He's had a rough go. That's sad, man. How many has Lando had? Does it say? doesn't say. Uh, I'm not seeing anything. Hmm. Okay. But... Today was Ferrari's first double retirement since Monza 2020. Oh, so, that, okay, first double retirement uh, since 2020, but it's their first mechanical-related double retirement since 97 Silverstone. Wow. So That's a stat. That's a stat. So the that's 2021 really, was really, a, really impressive. Was a, uh, crashes were involved. This is the first time in 25 years that both cars were retired because of mechanical issues. I mean, that's, yeah, that's thoroughly impressive. Uh, that, that's pretty impressive. That speaks to the reliability of a car, which yes. we are not seeing. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, which we are not seeing right now. Yes. So. <laughs> so Leclerc is retired from the lead in two of the last three races. Yes. Big F in the chat. And to wrap it up, Ferrari is now 80 points behind Red Bull. After, uh, what, two or a month and a half ago? It was the opposite. Yep. We uh, saw a 55-point swing in the last two races. Yeah. D- don't count Ferrari out yet. No. Not it, one bit. It's the same thing that you asked me after, like, the first two races, or th- uh, three races. Not not that you asked me, but it was a topic of discussion. Yeah. Is it over? Yeah, Is no, Leclerc walking away and winning this? No. No. The Ferrari. answer was no back then. Is Max walking away and winning this? Same answer, no. Do I think there's a higher prob- a probability of Max doing it than Leclerc? Absolutely. But no, it's not over. We, this was the eighth race. We have fourteen races left. See, that's a lot of races. It's a lot of races. The problem that Ferrari has right now, they is can't get out of their own way. They should have won in Spain. They should have won in Monaco. 
and they should have came in second place here today. Yep. Maybe even a win. Maybe even a win. Maybe even a win. But I'd say you could you could confidently say that Leclerc probably would have came home second. Yeah. Because because Perez's pace just kind of fell off a cliff. Yes. That's a lot of points. That's that's like sixty nine points, sixty seven points, something like that. That's that's wiped off of his, his books. Well, no, less we're than talking. That. Yeah, it's less than that because he he did finish the race in Monaco, but he, but uh, there's been a big point oh, okay. swing. There would, it's, if if everything went according to plan, yeah. it would be more than seventy points, yeah. sixty nine points. Yeah, so they need to get something figured out. Depends if he gets fastest lap. Uh, yeah, they need to get stuff figured out. Uh, I, I think they still have a chance, but if the if the motors keep going boom, they're gonna run out of chances quick. So. Yep. Yeah, time's ticking, boys. Time's uh, ticking. I, I think that they can get it done. I think they probably will get it done. Um, you just gotta gotta get back in that uh, in the. Uh, I don't know. I was gonna say shop. Yeah, but it's a shop. Go back to Marinello. Yeah. Get it figured out. Get back in the facility. Now, yeah. What do they call it? A workshop. What no, that's not what they shop. call it. Uh, big facility. What's a big facility called? Uh, I don't know. Campus. Uh, nope. They always say like uh, thanks back to all the people. Factory. 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 You gotta get back in the factory. Yeah. Iron yeah. these things out. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a more European term for that. Yes. Because I don't think we'd call it a factory here. No. We call it shop. Factory yeah. shop. Yeah. We don't work at the. Yeah. We don't work at a factory. No. Yeah. We don't even work at a shop, dude. Well. Well, Jake, you want, you want to go golfing? I do want to go golfing. Oh, Ladies right. and gentlemen, we're going to go golfing. We are going it to is go a golfing. beautiful 89 degrees out, and it only feels, hey, it has gone down. It, earlier, it felt like 106. Uh-huh. Now it only feels like 101. Wow. With should a, with should a, be nice with a nice breeze out there then. Ladies and gentlemen, we also have some exciting news. Uh-oh. Um, as you've probably understood oh, over the last couple of weeks, months that I've talked about it, but next weekend I am getting married. Yeah. So, so there might not be a podcast next week. No, there will be a podcast. Oh, are we going to? Yeah, we'll get one done. Are we? Yeah, if if it has to be Monday or Tuesday, we'll still get it done. Okay, fair enough. This is our life now. Okay, yeah. Unless the wife clamps down. Yeah, yeah. I I heard her just yelling. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sneak me out through the back and then pick me up. I'll run like three or four miles down the road. Okay. And then uh, make sure you get my clubs. Okay, I'll grab your clubs. All right, sounds good. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoy our podcast, please go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter um, and Instagram. We are at F1 underscore Off Topic. You can like our Facebook page, F1 Off Topic. And if you really enjoy us, or if you don't, uh, you can go ahead and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Or a review. And a review, yeah. yeah. Put something in the comments, maybe like, hey, congrats on the uh, wedding, or you're an idiot, don't do it, something like that. would be yeah. really funny. MJ, looking at you, don't know if you're married, because you don't have that in your bio. Otherwise, it'd be like <laughs> MR, um, RN, and then whatever, uh, XY. But uh, So if that's the case, maybe put that in there. Or if uh, you're yeah. looking for some... We need to know. Looking for some single ladies, maybe put uh, something like that in there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe send me some pics. Katie's sister's available. <laughs> Just uh, letting you know. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, you guys have a good week. We'll we'll catch you next week. Adios. Bye-bye. Ciao. Or something Ciao. like that. Wait, what's what's by in Azerbaijan? I, uh, I don't know. No, that's Chinese. Uh, Adios.